I don't know, Reagan. I think I think we're in, in store for a good game today. Christian, did you even announce who's on the game today? Did you even did you say our names? It's it's this is Christian Pagdimon alongside Reagan Genshieski, and we do have a graduating senior here today. Uh, unless Hillsdale pulls off some magic and wins the conference, because of course you have to win the conference to host the conference tournament, get some more home games. This will be, in all likelihood, the last home game and quite possibly the last time we hear Reagan Genshieski, you know, from Don Tibbetts. From Don, yeah, this could possibly be, well, I mean, with my softball season, the way it, it's um, laying itself out, this is probably my last game at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena. It's been uh, two years on the station. This is certainly the last um, hobby I expected to pick up <laughs> when I came to college. But yet here I am, um, and... May I to our own horns for a minute. I'll be graduating um, as ranked in the top five in the country, as you will be taking over as being ranked in the top five in the country as well. Um, Award-winning radio, ladies Award-winning radio. But back to basketball. Enough about me. I'm, <laughs> I'm just the person you listen to talk occasionally. We're taking on Tippin, who we said it, it's an easy game for the Chargers. But we also don't want to get ahead of ourselves here because you see this time and time again with teams in the sports field. Uh, they start to look past the game that's supposed to be super easy and they drop it. I've seen it happen in GMAC tournaments before. We've seen it happen to this men's basketball team being upset two years in a row in the tournament. So I think we talked about this a little bit, Christian, that they need to stay in the moment uh, during this game. Absolutely they do. And what you're looking at is you've got two games remaining here in the season like we were talking about. You've got here this home game against Tiffin and then in Ashland for the final game of the season. And you're looking at the Chargers here who are second in the conference. They're sitting at 18-6, uh, and 13-5 in conference play. And Walsh, the Walsh Cavaliers who we have actually tied uh, one and one in our two games against them this season are currently first in the conference, one game ahead. They also have two games remaining on their schedule. So what, what you have to do, here's you know the path to victory. The Chargers have to, A, win both of their remaining games. So they got Tiffin today, Ashland on Saturday. And then you have to hope that Walsh loses one of their remaining games. If they lose one, we'll tie for the title, get what's called a share of the title. They lose both. We, of course, win it outright. If either way counts as a win, the Chargers would three-peat as conference champions. But to do that, you got to start here in, in Tiffin. And Tiffin, objectively, not that great of a basketball team. you got 10-16 and 16 on the season, 5-13 and 13 in conference play. And you kind of look past it and you say, well, we lost to Ashland at home by one. They're fourth in the conference, third, rather, in the conference right now. Maybe this is someone you got to, like, really prepare for. And you almost look past what is a Tiffin team that has all the tools to beat you today. Yeah, and I think you said they have five people who are scoring uh, in double digits. That's still something not to take lightly, Christian. That's a team that's probably going to score. I know when you have a basketball team, you, you hope that your starting five are going to score in double digits. But more importantly... Thank God we have Pat Cartier on our side because he makes up for teams that are scoring um, all five or starting or scoring in the double digits because he's gonna he scored last time against them thirty one points correct Christian absolutely he had 31, 10 rebounds six assists to be honest I don't think you can ask for a better game from a player likely an All American again this season after being of course All American 
last year. And you look at Tiffin, of course, as Reagan mentioned, five players averaging double figures. Six that average at least nine, seven that average at least eight. The Chargers have exactly two players that average double figures. Those are Pat Cardia and Austin Yeri, and of course the reigning first team all GMAC front court. And of course you say, okay, Cartier averages 22. That makes up for you know a little bit of the effort, but it, it also speaks to a scoring attack that's not nearly as balanced. You really have to put a lot of weight on those six, eight shoulders of pass. And we've talked about this all season for the men's Chargers basketball team, that they need to get everybody involved. And they're doing a better job of that. Christian, remind me, what was that? Do you remember the first game that we called this season together? Because I, that was a game we talked about it, and then Joe comes in, who's been really hot off the bench, and he's been scoring. Uh, that's definitely a player to watch for this game. And, you know, he's probably starting to get picked up on these scouting reports but he might be somebody that you maybe don't take super seriously because he tends to come off the bench. Hear me out. What do you think? I mean, I got to agree. You, I mean, he's just incredible for the Chargers. To be honest, as you know, someone who follows this team quite closely, someone I didn't really expect to be contributing to this team quite as much as he is right now, shoots really, really, really well from three, shoots just about 40%, I believe, uh, yeah, just north of 40% from three, 42%. Excellent shooter off the bench, and he is big, can pound it down low if he needs to. And he's he's coming off, uh, you know, a game where he went 0 of 5 from the field. And you say, well, he's also had multiple 20-point games from the season, and he's we know he's capable of that. So maybe this is a game where he shows that he's a little mad, you know, oh, I mm. didn't score a single point. You know, I had to, you know let my teammates make up all of that effort today and maybe you know we see that today one of my favorite quotes as an athlete is uh, a true baller doesn't give a hoot about a bad day they just go out and make it uh, a better tomorrow so if you go over three it's also important that you don't like let that get into your brain and I I tell that to my teammates a lot because I'm like even if you strike out three times looking you can't let that affect how you you act as a player Christian grimaces because he's like you know that's pretty bad (laughs) Yes, it is for you softball and baseball fans. That is a terrible statistic, but mindset is everything. So that is definitely going to be something not just for Joe, but for all of the Chargers. And Christian, also, do you think we're going to see a fiery coach Tharp today? you think he's going to lay off the gas a little bit because he he knows he can take down this Tiffin team? I don't don't think we can see a non-fiery coach Tharp. I don't think that's something (laughs) that happens. Uh, I mean, he's just one of the best coaches you can ask for of course just north of 400 career wins he's actually never had a losing season as a hillsdale college car- charger it's like coach. mike tomlin of the steelers it is ex- oh of course it's <laughs> like mike tomlin he's had one game of even record or one season rather of even record but nothing we consider that a winning season winning. absolutely we do i'm sure i'm sure you steelers fans do you're gonna you're gonna need to look back on the winning seasons uh in these next coming years Uh, But we here in Don Tibbetts are just moments away here from tip-off and thus moments away from the national anthem. And I think we'll just stop talking for just a moment here. We're going to let the national anthem play. So wherever you are, put your hands over your hearts uh, and just respect our country. Remove your hats and face the flag for the presentation of our national anthem. 
and we are now quite close to tip-off here between the Hillsdale College men's team and the visiting Tiffin Dragons, and we have got the starting lineups now for you in this game. And for the visiting Tiffin Dragons, we've got Tyen Lockin-Fuller, Morgan Taylor, Trent Williams, Delano Walker, and Wesley Johnson. And it'll actually be very interesting here, Reagan, to see who is starting for the Chargers. Of course, Tavon and Golke have kind of been switching spots here in this starting lineup. And definitely who starts is going to also uh, just control the rotation of the game. Uh, definitely not seeing as much as Tavon Brown on the floor, who tends to be one of the more important players just defensively and kind of he's kind of the glue I would say of the team when he's out there things start to mesh and I think it's maybe hurting the Chargers not having him out there we talked a lot about his mindset he's been a great teammate in taking that and, and not all people can take that and maybe that was why coach Tharp made that decision to switch Tavon out of the starting lineup because he knew that the team can still be successful because of Tavon's mindset. Well, I, I think what we see with that switch is it's a hard switch. As you said, it's a very tough decision to make. Tavon's such an integral part of this team. And he's, of course, still on the team, but coming off the bench after starting 38 straight games, and he will be back to the bench after starting on senior night. But what happens is Tavon is such an incredible defender and rebounder, but he's really not that great of an outside shooter. You know who is? Jack Golke. In fact, the second best three-point shooter in the entire conference. So what you say is Coach Tharp had a problem on this team. Not not a problem, you're second in the conference, but an issue as far as trying to win this conference is they were starting slow and they weren't getting offense early in games. So what do you do to change that? You plug in someone like Jack Golke that can give you instant offense. And of course, the downside of that is you know, Golke not a bad defender, a much improved one, in fact, but yeah. no one's on the level in this team defensively of Tavon Brown. And it does make sense. I mean, Jack Golke, we, we talk about the Hillsdale team not being so great from the three-point line. Having Golke out there who is at the top of the conference, especially against a Tippin team that is so strong and kind of lives in the three-point line, it's definitely important to have him out there um, kind of adds to the strength of the offense and uh, maybe gives Pat a little somebody to lean on. I bet we can say that they have some sort of chemistry or connection came in together. I also like to put this out there that Pat and Jack were also uh, in my orientation group when I came on campus. So the first two guys that I met here at Hillsdale. Uh, so they have that friendship, that bond, especially out there on the court. I think it translates. Absolutely. The freshman year roommates have been showing out this season. And I'll tell you what, I don't know about you, but my favorite part of Charger games is just prior to tip-off when Coach Tharp shoulder bumps all of his 6'8 players. And, I mean, it's just, it's just incredible to watch. Coach Tharp. Uh, he's going to need to work on that vertical jump, though, a little bit. Uh, I, could, I could show him a few tips in he the did, weight room. He did his time. He played his college ball. <laughs> and there is tip-off, a second tip, won by Tiffin, and now in the hands of Trent Williams. Williams checked by Golke. Chargers in white, defending on the left side of the floor. Here comes Tiffin in green. That's Taylor with the ball. Kick out now to Walker, to Tylen. Inside, they're trying to go. They get it defended by Pat. That's Jordan down low trying to work on Pat. Still going back to the basket. Now fades away from the baseline. Got it. 
starting the scoring for both the Chargers and Tiffin. Not much Pat Cartier could have done there, but did a good job of keeping those hands up. It's definitely going to be important for Pat to keep himself out of foul trouble during this game. They go down low to Pat on the other end. A couple dribbles. Back to the basket. Now kick out to Yarian. Dribbles to the right side. There's a cut from Golke. Finds him for two. Jack Golke, he, he's just, he's starting out early, but he's, this is just going to be the beginning. I can tell it. Tylen on the right side, swinging it around to Williams. Uses a screen, now working on KG alone. Kick to the corner. Walker, working on Yarian. Out top, now they go to Taylor. Inside again to Jordan, second play in a row, working on the baseline. A couple of jabs. Now he drives baseline. Pat cuts him off, fades away, looking for somewhere to go with it. Now a long pass outside. Swings around to Taylor. Three in the shot clock, got to put it up. Long three from the left wing, off the back of the rim, rebound Pat. Starting early with the three-point shots from Tiffin. Here comes KG. Hand off Austin. Now to Golke, back to Austin. Long pass, KG, drive, stops the free throw line, back out to Cole to KG. Now to Yarian, working the ball around. Pat's got it on the left wing. Ten on the shot clock, he finds Cole. Uses a screen, drops his man from the corner. Got it for three! You cannot ask for better ball movement than that. The Tiffin Dragons were just trying and chasing the Chargers, trying to keep up. And there's a steal on the other end by Cartier. Ahead to Yarian. Drives it on the right side, splits two defenders, puts it up with the left hand, gets his own rebound, up again. Hangs on the rim, but it won't fall. He's going to the free throw line. Austin Yarian playing with a little bit of fire, it looks like, tonight. Getting his own rebound and being able to put it back up like that is definitely going to be key also to his success, grabbing those own his own rebounds, especially when you're 6'8", you're a big guy like that, and able to make that happen. It's got to be a weird mindset for the seniors, both fifth years, of course, Austin and Tavon. You know, you had your senior night, very emotional mm. time, they told me, and played great games, the both of them, as Austin misses his first, first free throw. But now you got to go out and have another last home game, you know, and this one's the actual last one, and it's got to be weird emotionally, you know, savoring this last time out on Don Tibbet Potterina. It's definitely... Um going to be emotional. I'm sure they'll probably sit off to the side and take it all in, but it's a gift to know when you're going to have the last of something, when something's coming to an end. Taylor working on the other end, so Yarian can't get both of them. The score stays at 5-2, to 17-30 remaining. On the other end, Tylen goes up, can't get it, partially blocked perhaps by Pat on the help side. Here comes Pat on the other end, got it with the left hand. KG found him on the fast break, 7-2. to two. Just staying quicker than the other team in those fast breaks and, and converting on those are definitely going to be key to the Chargers' success. Williams to Taylor on the left side. Back to Williams. Wants to use that Jordan screen. Now he does. Pulls a top of the key three in and out. Cole now skies for the rebound. Long pass ahead to KG. Can't get it up. There's the foul. Uh, blocked out of his hands. Got it again and then put it off the bottom of the backboard. Uh, it, it was almost like KG maybe uh, was about to jump over the tipping guy. If he would have just maybe put two hands on his shoulder, uh, thrown the ball up into the air, he could have alley-ooped it to himself there on that play. I'll tell you what, he's got bounce like nobody's business. First one in and out, everything but down. Uh, some of the guys on the team, uh, Brendan Bush, the team manager last year, talks all the time about how hard Kyle works on the defensive end. He'll mm. get wide open, you know, dunk opportunities, and he just doesn't have the legs for it anymore because he's been working so hard on the other end. 
That's incredible. I mean, that's a, and that's a testimony to his character, especially as a player. Second one up and good. 8-2 now the score. 17-0-2 remaining here in the first half. Taylor uses a screen. He's got Cole now on him. Kick out to Tanner Johnson. Now back to Taylor. Munson, now inside they go to Jordan. Working on Pat, pull up Mitty, got it to go over the top. It's now eight to four. Uh, Hillsdale with the lead. There's 16 minutes and 36 seconds remaining. KG using Austin screen on the other end. Now back to Austin. Trying to go inside to Pat. They give it to Cole who can get it inside to Pat. He's got a one-on-one, couple dribbles, spin move blocked. Met at the summit by Wesley Jordan. He got his own rebound. That keeps happening. We're going to see a clap of frustration from Pat (laughs) Cartier, and that's only good for the Chargers and definitely going to be bad news for the Dragons. Munson uses a screen, kick to Jordan. Didn't want that three. Now he drives, works on Pat, up and under with the left hand. Got it. Smooth finish from Wesley Jordan, and it is the centers going at it today. That's going to be another two points for the Dragons. Now closing in on the Chargers' early lead, 8-6 to six with 15 minutes remaining. KG, the give to Yarian. Now Jack uses a pat screen, stops at the free throw line, and pulls for a two. Got it. All twine for Jack Golke, 10-6. And he deserves that little backwards trot that he did there just to stare it in and, and rub it into the Dragons' face right there. That Carmelo Anthony little trot back. Exactly. Johnson, they tried to go inside of Jordan again. This time, Pat saw it and knocked it out of bounds. And that is going to lead to our first stop here in Don Tibbetts. And we are going to step away. The score is 10-6. to 6. We've got 15-29 remaining here in the first half. This is Christian peck alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Got it on the left wing. Looking for somewhere to go with it. Finds Pat, top of the key. To Golke, off the screen. Stops. Finds Brown, top of the key. Gives to Reuter. Reuter dribble. Now he picks it up to Tavon. A couple of jabs now to Pat. Single digits on the play clock. There's KG for three in and out. Rebound. There's Taylor. He wants to push it. Crosses the timeline. Fakes the handoff. Working on Reuter. Back to the basket. A couple of dribbles. Still working. Long pass now out of it. There's Munson, a couple of swings. Now Lopez uses a screen. A couple of passes now to the right wing. Down low, they go to Johnson. Good catch, puts it up. No good, trying to fight for his own rebound. And the Dragons get it. Swing around 4-3, left wing. No good, KG grabs the board. Imagine how difficult it is to try to get that rebound when you're going up against not only just Pat Cartier, but also Tavon Brown. Two of the best rebounders in the conference. There's Tavon for three, top of the key. Got it. Welcome to the game, Tavon Brown. Happy to see you make it a long one. 4-3, 13-8. Now the score, Tavon joins Joe Reuter, Kyle Gessler, Jack Golke, and Pat Cartier. Lopez has it top of the key. Now dribbles to the right wing, uses a Jordan screen. Pops it out to Jordan. He wants a right wing three, and he got it. He came to play today, Wesley Jordan. You know, something I just saw Tavon do, which is genius. He just flashed his hand up there in the face to keep the defender from driving middle. Yeah, maybe it did end up in a three-point shot, but um, a lot better than having the guy blow right by you. Reuter, left wing three, off the back rim. And there's Tavon with the offensive rebound. Kick out to Reuter. Golke, three, got it. Great hustle from Tavon Brown, and it ends in a three. 
Munson to Morgan. Morgan wants to work on Tavon. Stops, now gives it to Jordan, working on Pat. Couple of swings, now it's in Lopez's hands. On the left wing, stops, picks up his dribble. Now to Munson, drives baseline, lost it. Out of bounds, it's going to stay with the Dragons, but it looked like, at least from up here, we got a better angle than the referee. Went right off of Munson's knee. And this is where one of my teammates would yell, you need new contacts. <laughs> but not everybody has the view that we have, and then I have to say, oh, let's be good sports. Represent Hillsdale College softball, please. Thank you. Yes, of course. <laughs> Inbound, 4-3. Off the front of the rim goes Delano Walker's three. Austin grabs the rebound. Chargers up by 5, 16-11. Austin stops at the top of the key and gives to Tavon. Tavon dribbles over to the top of the key. Now looking for somewhere to go with it, finds Cole. Cole on the right wing. Now to Austin. He wants a long three, and he got it. Chargers want all triples today, and they're getting them. And let that stroke Austin Arian's ego because he had a huge fan in his hand in his face, and he was able to drain it. There's a three on the other end, and answering it is Tanner Johnson. We talked about in the pregame, this team shoots threes just so well. And they're like, hey, we're going to answer for one of our own. So the Chargers are going to have to keep up the pace. Uh, Tavon, it's time for another. Applegate to give to Reuter. Now Tavon back to Yaren. He does want to answer with a three. No good. Back of the rim. There's Munson. He wants to push it a little bit. Now he's going to slow it down to give to Lopez. Working on the right wing. Pull up three. Got it. Right over Reuter. 19-17 the score. Chargers still up by two. And how do you stop that, Christian? I don't know if you can. Yeah, I know. I agree. Reuter, top of the key. Stops. Gives to Applegate. Applegate a jab. Now he's going to drive baseline. Stops. Looking for somewhere to go with it. And he finds Yeri and bails him out. Fakes a pass. Got his man all the way turned around. Now finds Cole. Cole drives in the left side, jump stop, pump fake, puts it up, no good. His own rebound up again, no good. Would love to see Cole now get on the board. I mean, that was a beautiful move. He just needs to finish. Pull up three, no good on the other end. Ian Lopez can't hit his left wing three. Here's Cole now stopping at the H. 11 minutes remaining. Here in the first half, Applegate, a pass down low to Tavon on the baseline, going back to the basket, stops, back out to Applegate. He wants a top of the key three, no good back of the rim. And though that wasn't a, a complete shot, a made shot, I'm at a loss for words, that's a lot of selfless play there from Tavon Brown. He, he had the shot, but he knew that Noah had the better shot. Devon Munson uses a double screen to try to free himself from Cole. Now he does, he gets a switch. Tanner for three, top of the key, no good. Close game here, 19-17. to 17, The Chargers leading with 10 minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the first half. And there's a steal. Long pass ahead to Jordan. Bobbled it, lost it, gets it back, and they're going to call traveling. Austin gives him a little tap on the butt. He knew that was uh, an interesting call from the referee there. Johnson, if you, if you lose it on the way up, you can just come back down with it. Uh, I think his body was kind of hiding him, hiding it from the referee. And we now have a break in the action, so we are going to step away. The score, 19 to 17, Chargers up by two. There's 10-21 remaining. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. We are back on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski. The Chargers up 19 to 17. Over the Dragons, Tavon up and under. He goes, a beautiful move with the right hand. And he says, 
Obscure, just a little smaller than me there. 21-17 the score, 10 minutes remaining in the first half. You can say guys are smaller than you when you're 6'8". <laughs> I, I certainly feel like a midget when I'm next to Tavon. We're about a foot apart in distance or, or, or in height. Great ball movement ends in a Morgan Taylor three from the top of the key. I'll tell you what, exactly what we talked about pregame is coming to fruition here. Dragons just shooting the lights out. They really are, and that's, again, why you have to be in the moment during this game. We talked about Tiffin maybe being a team that you, you start to look um, over a bit, and it's definitely something that the Chargers have to pay attention to um, if they do want to secure the top of the conference. It's 21-20. to 20. It's a close game. You, you can't take a break quite yet. The way they're shooting, I don't know if you can take a break all game. Taylor working on Reuter, gets a switch. Now he's got Yarian on him. Stops, now gives to Trent Williams. Stops, Yarian gets a steal, knocked it away. Now it's in Reuter's hands. Across the timeline, he's at the H. Now to Yarian on the left wing, to Reuter. Golki on the left wing. Now to Colt, down low they go to Yarian. Couple of dribbles, back to the basket, spinning. Off glass, no good, grabs his own rebound, grabs a second one, up again. Now he got it, and he says he's too small for him too. Fantastic uh, work ethic there by Austin Urian. It has to uh, has to copy his roommate uh, or his housemate's little move there. Stopping at the free throw line and getting his jumper to fall is Morgan Taylor. Every time the Chargers have a bucket, it seems like Tiffin's got a quick answer for him. I've actually cracked the code, Christian. It's their sneakers. They have these neon bright sneakers that Tiffin has, and I think that just makes them these great shooters. I, I agree. Cole gets a left lefty layup to go on the other end in the steal back-to-back possessions now here comes Cole now he leaves it off for Yarian a couple dribbles from Golke now back to Cole down low they go on the left baseline there's Tavon Brown a couple dribbles fades away with the left hand got it to go Tavon Brown has some words for him too Good for Tavon. We were just talking about him not being maybe the most dominant offensive player, and he's deciding to turn it up for his last game in Don Tippett's Potter Arena. Tylen in the corner now to Tanner. Drive, stops, awkward floater, got it to go. I think awkward floater is the only shot you can get over Tavon. It's just a back-and-forth game here. 27-24, to 24, the Chargers leading with 7 minutes and 45 seconds remaining in the first half. Tavon Yarian pass down low, finds Golki up and under left hand, no good. Front of the rim, left it just a little short. I would Here have come. loved to see that uh, converted there because then I would have been able to uh, compliment how beautiful it looked. I mean, it was just an incredible play. Pass out of bounds is going to lead to a stoppage here. We've got the under eight timeout. We're going to step away in just a moment here. We've got 7.33 remaining in the first half. The score, 27-24. Your home chargers up by three. This is Christian Peck-Dimmon alongside Reagan Ganchieski on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. J-E-L-L-O. And now for the Aldridge family. Hear classic performers and iconic shows from a much simpler time. Listen, Vince, I, I can explain. I'm not interested with you. All I want is my money. When Radio Was, weeknights from 10 till midnight on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.
The students at WRFH host several shows from politics to sports to trivia and book reviews. Never miss an episode of your favorite program on WRFH. Search for Radio Free Hillsdale on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And we are back in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena on the campus of Hillsdale College. This is Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski. You're listening to the Charger men's basketball facing off against the Tiffin Dragons who are down by three, 7.33 remaining, but they have the basketball. Trent Williams working on KG who just checked back into the game. Down low they go. Wide open layup. Missed it off the backboard. That was Delano Walker. Here comes Cole now after a blown opportunity. Cartier to Tavon on the right wing. Now Cole uses a Tavon screen. Down low they go to uh, KG. Got it off the glass. I might have talked too much about getting other players involved. I want to see Pat Cartier score. (laughs) As do I. Here comes Morgan Taylor. The give to Wesley Jordan. Now Tylen's got him on the right wing. Uses a Jordan screen. Drives. Stops a step back. Now gives it to Trent Williams. Wants a Walker screen. Walks into a switch with Tavon. Stops at the free throw line, looking for somewhere to go with it. Down to single digits on the play clock. Here's Taylor. Morgan wants a step back long. Three, no good. Rebound, guess who? Tavon Brown. He's going to take it himself past the timeline. Handoff now for Golke. Stops and brings it back out on the left wing. The give to Pat. Handoff for Cole. Down low they go to Pat. One-on-one against Jordan. Couple of shoulders. Fading. Lost the basketball into Delano Walker's hands. He wants to push it. Give Pat the call. (laughs) To Jordan, to Morgan, now to Williams. There's Tylen who drives, stops, right hand, off glass, no good. Tavon, another rebound. He's everywhere. He really is. We're going to pass the half court. He finds Pat, off glass, 4-2. My hands are in the air. Thank you, basketball gods. That's what I wanted. I want to see Pat Cartier be a video game. I know he normally is, but come on. Like, oh, I just love watching him play. So thank you. And he had to, you know, high-five the glass there. It's kind of like, hey, I'm back in the game. Absolutely. We do have a stoppage, but we're going to stay right here in Don Tibbetts. The score now, 31-24, 5.57 remaining. I'm raising my hand. I just wanted to throw this out there or or bring it to our listeners' attention. Uh, The Chargers ranked uh, four regionally. Um, That's huge because if you don't get a – if you don't win the conference, then you get something that's called an at-large bid. And your regional ranking really comes into play there. Uh, it can be a nail-biter in the selection show as you're waiting to get in. But that the fact that the Chargers are ranked in the top four in the region is super important for the postseason. Absolutely. I know last year during the selection show, they all got together at Coach Tharp's house and watched it How as a team. special. Absolutely. After getting upset in that conference tournament. Here's Lopez with the basketball, 31-24, still the score down low. They go to Jordan, working one-on-one with Pat on that low block. Now he goes back to the basket, couple dribbles, still working, crossover, looks for an up and under, foul called. We're going to wait for it. We're going to call it on Pat with a little chest bump there. And Pat clearly upset about that call. Tavon upset about that call. A very respect, uh, respectful player 
who kind of was making some faces there at the reps. They do get it inbounded to Lopez. Now a handoff for Morgan Taylor. Taylor drives, stops, looking for a fadeaway. Knocked away by Charles Woodhams. Chucky just checked into the game and gets a quick steal. Now he's got the basketball. KG, now they go to Pat again on the low block. A pump fake, a drive, stops, spins, tries to hand it off and lost it. Here comes Taylor on the other end, stops the right wing to slow it down. The swing around, there's Lopez, uses a screen, tries to get it down low to Jordan. He does, a couple of pump fakes, still working, up, off glass, no good. Tries to grab his own rebound, it's Golki who grabs it. He's got a one-on-one, out ahead, stops, up, off glass, and good. What a series there, there were just dragons met by a fury of white jerseys and then that was the perfect opportunity for Golki on that breakaway. Long three from Tanner. He got it again. That's the second one he's taken from the parking lot and the second like one he's Steph made. like Steph Curry. Oh and then it looks like he and Tavon might be battling a little bit down there. Kind of just hit Tavon on the chest as he gets down there. They're only two in the backcourt. Maybe, maybe an answer from mm. three here from Tavon. The give to KG. He's got a top of the key looking for a screen from Pat. Now he uses it, gives to Chucky, drives baseline. He got it for two. And that talk about coming off the bench and being hot and, and having that spark. That's a hard thing to do to not be cold. And Chuck is doing just the opposite. He is being electric. Instant impact. 35-24 the score. Just under four minutes remaining here in the first frame. Tanner goes down low to Jordan. A jab. Now he works to the middle of the court wild flurry of bump fakes and got only glass <laughs> on the shot. Tavon of course the rebound ahead to KG. Now Chuck kicks it out. There is a Tavon three. Got it! Tavon! What? His second three of the game! And he holds it there for just a minute. Ice in his veins as the kids say these days, Christian. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm, I'm old too. Here comes Taylor. Doubled out top, the give to Tanner. There's a wide open three in the corner right in front of the Charger bench, and it goes all air. Golki grabs the board ahead to Chucky, nearly lost it, gets it back at the H. The give to Tavon on the right wing, wants to work alone, now gives to Chuck. To KG, they swing around to Golki. Golki to Charles. Charles now to Pat. To Golki, uses a Pat screen, stops, wants a step back three, and he got it. Talk all about- nylon. Talk about that roommate connection there. Uh, Pat knowing exactly what Golki needs to get that shot up. All of a sudden, the Chargers have opened it up. 41-27. An answer from Tanner? No. Tavon grabs the board. He wants to push the pace. Right down the middle of the lane. Kick out KG. Left corner three. No good front of the rim. Chuck battling for a rebound. He's going to get a foul call. It's staying here. And that's the first foul we've seen in a minute. This is a very physical game. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Christian. And the refs are kind of just letting the boys play, letting letting the men battle it out. <laughs> Only four team fouls called combined. And the Chargers trying to open it up, get a little run going. Tiffin calls a timeout. We are going to step away. The score, 41-27. 2.36 remaining. This is Christian peck alongside Reagan Ganshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Where do you turn for the truth? Free of political bias or manipulation? Radio Free Hillsdale brings you the top stories affecting our world and your community at the top and bottom of every hour. From your trusted voices at SRN News, tune to the truth. 
Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Veterans Chronicles. I'm the oldest son of 17 children. And when my kid brother was killed in action, I made up a mind I was going to kill a lot of people, which I did. Hear war stories from the veterans who live them. Got hit twice the day of the action of the metal, through the hand and through the arm. I never even went to a doctor or a hospital. I took care of it myself. Saturday at 8 a.m. on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. back in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena on the campus of Hillsdale College. We've got men's Charger basketball for you. The Chargers have opened up a 14-point lead against the Tiffin Dragons. Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale. 101.7 FM, a foul on the floor. It's going to stay with the Chargers. Right back in the action, and it was a back-and-forth game there. We are seeing sharp shooting from both teams. Chargers just distributing the ball across the court. Unfortunately, our live stats are down, or we would tell you where everybody is. But uh, Pat Cartier being able to stay a little quiet this game, and as I say that, he makes two he points. adds two more with a beautiful sweeping hook, Kareem-like hook. He's a Bucks fan. I'm sure he'd appreciate that reference. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and it, I typically did this also during football season, if you could remember, Christian. Whatever I said happened on the field. It was like I was uh, calling the plays. You are Coach Starp, <laughs> I think. <laughs> yes. Here comes Golki. The give to KG. Drives baseline and got it for two. Great move to shed his defender. 45-27. We've got under two minutes remaining here in this first half. And isn't it fun to call a basketball game where you're just constantly smiling the whole time? Absolutely it is. Here comes Lopez. He leaves it for Tylen in the corner, working on Shucky. The handoff now for Foreman, who just checked into the ball game. Now Lopez. He's got Yerian on the left wing. Now to Tylen. They would try to go inside. Good front from Pat. They can't do it. Tylen still with the ball. Now uses a Jordan screen. Drives. Long pass. Lopez right corner three. Got it. Late in the shot clock. Some beautiful ball movement. Got an open three. 45-30. Pat Cartier looking a little frustrated there, um, wondering kind of what that's about. I think he just played, you know, a full 25 seconds of good <laughs> defense on Wesley Jordan just to give up a three right at the last second. Fair enough. Golke gives down to Yerian. Long pass to KG. Pump fakes the three. Drives baseline. Now stops. Gives to Pat. He wants to drive the middle of the court, and they're going to call a foul on the floor. That's before the shot. Okay. I, I mean, I always said it's a physical game, and now they're calling fouls. <laughs> Just can't win sometimes. I mean, I'd appreciate a foul call for Pat once in a while. I'm, I'm not too mad at that. Yeah. Oh, oh, for Pat? Oh, that's a different story. Okay. <laughs> Anything for Pat Cartier. KG on the baseline. Long pass to Golke. He wants a left corner three, and he got it. 53 seconds remaining. The Chargers all of a sudden up by 18 points. Wow. Jack Golke on absolute fire tonight. Uh, a player we talked about, happy he got that start. Tylen on the right wing. Uses a screen, weaving all through defenders, and now he finds Golke on him. Gives to Lopez. Now Trent Williams. Back to Tylen. He wants to use a Foreman screen. Now he does. Gets a switch. Down low to Foreman. Pump fake. Puts it up. Got it. No, they're going to call it off. I believe they say foul on the floor. Who's it on? Pat. It's on Pat again. 
Again, we don't have live stats in front of us. Currently trying to work down low. You can see them at the scores table trying to get something going. Uh, but they're just going to call it. No, I think they're saying count it now. The discrepancy. This is where I wish I could <laughs> I could tally the stats um, up here in the booth while watching the game. But um, late, be, that's a little too much multitasking for me. <laughs> a late call changes it to a counted basket. And there is that roundy special the use it or lose it timeout with 19.3 remaining we are going to stay right here the score hillsdale 48 visiting tiffin dragons 33 we've got 19.3 remaining that's that's a co- coach the harp special like shot clock turned off take your last time out Ah, Coach Tharp, what do you think he's saying to the guys right now? I I, I want to see him get fiery, Christian. That's my favorite, where he runs across half court, kind of slams on the ground. I, I've uh, I've a bond with Coach Tharp, um, so I just I just love that man. <laughs> That's all I got. I my my favorite is him just crouching right as far as he's allowed to go, which is just shy of the half court line, right in front of the scorers table, just using every inch the referees let him take. And I, my trainer mentioned to this, this to me once. We were talking about it. He was crouched down, his signature pose. A call didn't go his way. He just fell back on the court and pretended to pass out. And it was an away game. It's not even on the home court. Cole's got it down to 10 on the half clock here. Down to 8 now. KG back to Cole. Inside the go. Yarian back out KG. Pump fakes. Now takes a floater. Got it to go. And that is going to do it for the half. It's 50 to 33. The Chargers leading by, I'm going to do some quick math here, 17 points. Is that correct? Uh, I know you're not a math major, but Mm-mm. yeah, yeah, just, just 17 points. The Chargers lead, and I'll tell you what, it was close. It was neck and neck just about the whole half until about four minutes left, and they decided to just kick it up a gear, went nuclear there for a moment, and all of a sudden a big lead. You can't make nuclear jokes, though, Christian, um, with World War III on the brink. Right I, I just I just might keep doing them anyways. So we are now at halftime. The Chargers up by 17, 50 to 33. Stay right here. We're going to have to have the second half for you in just a couple of minutes as we step away. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And we are back on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. We are just a minute away here, a minute 50 from the second half of Charger basketball. Your home Hillsdale Chargers are up 50-33 to 33 over the visiting Tiffin Dragons. This is Christian peck alongside Reagan Genshieski and Don Tibbetts, Potter Arena. What do you think the Chargers got to keep doing here in the second half? Obviously, you know, got hot there at the end. What do they have to keep doing, uh, Christian? I think the basic fundamentals of basketball, and that would be shoot the ball. Um, we don't have any stats here. I want to throw that out there. We're not being bad sports casters because the stats sheet are down. Uh, but I, I do think they just need to continue to move the ball. It kind of looks like the Dragons are just chasing the Chargers on the floor. We've seen them even catch them a little off balance and just kind of falling, leaving these wide open shots. So I think that the Chargers need to just honestly keep doing what they're doing. They're doing a good job of staying in the moment and not taking this game for granted or looking past it to Ashland. I think I think what we saw really at the end of the day was a great, you know, coaching job from Coach Tharp because what was the first 
you know, half of that first, the first quarter, so to speak, of that game was Wesley Jordan burning us on the inside. And then when he, you know, we tried to give help to him, he kicked out wide open shooters, lots of threes. And so it was just a great, you know, little coaching change there from Coach Tharp to defend Wesley Jordan in a different way. Got almost no touches in, so to speak, that second quarter. And I think the Chargers just kind of capitalized on it. Coach Tharp walking up and down the sidelines, giving that nice aggressive clap. That's why the man has never had a losing season. I mean, he is the reigning region coach of the year, and I got to say he's got a shot at it again this year. I, I wouldn't be surprised. How can you not give it to him is my question. Am I biased? Just I can't tell. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like we're second in the conference. It's, yeah, I mean, best team in the, in the conference usually. Oh, yeah. And we have a, the second half of action for you now. Cole's got the Thank ball. You. Now to Golki, back to Cole to KG. He's got it on the right wing to Yarian. Touch pass out to Cole now. Got another three. He's two of two from out there. And he starts the scoring in the second half the same way the Chargers finished the first frame. Lights out shooting. Lights out shooting indeed, 53-33. 30 seconds gone by and a lob up top to Wesley Jordan who throws it down for two for Tiffin. Cole's got the ball standing at the H. Now to Kyle, to Cole. Inside they go to Austin looking for somewhere to pass out of it. Now they go down low to Pat, touch pass. There's Golki in the corner, no good. Rebound tipped around and won by Tylen. I'll take a little break from your play-by-play -play action, Christian. Uh, we have Garrett Eisen running the board for us. He was able to track down some stats, even though they're down here in the Chargers. So we have Golki leading the Chargers, actually, with 12 points. I definitely think that's something that's important to note right now. Absolutely, and, and I've talked to him before about it. He says, basically, when I get going early, when those first couple shots drop, that really puts me kind of in a good mindset. I think that's true for anybody, but, you know, a dominant shooter like him more so than anyone. Looks like a bit of a 3-2 zone. You almost never see that in college basketball. And spinning underneath is Pat packed to the floor and helped up by some Tiffin players. He's going to take two free throws. Another opportunity for Pat Cartier to get on the board there. Looks like he just had six points at the half uh, where he had 31 against this Tiffin team before they are distributing the ball. Uh, kudos to the Chargers for doing that. But... Uh, you know, this is a game where Pat kind of lit up the Dragons, and we maybe we couldn't say that the Dragons are probably double, triple, quadruple. What goes after that? Sing, <laughs> twinkle, <quintuple>. yeah. <laughs> um, Pat, you don't, you never know. Absolutely, and I think what's happening as the second one goes off the back of the rim, he got the first one to fall. Is he's getting a lot of attention, and he's doing a really good job of passing out of it and finding the open shooters for the Chargers. There's Jordan with a pull-up midi on the other end. Face up, Wesley Jordan is killing the Chargers. 54-40, the score, 18 minutes left. More of that awkward-looking 2-3. Swing to the corner, there's Yarian. A spin in the lane, stops with it now looking for someone, finds Kyle, touch pass down to Cole, drives the baseline, and finds Pat, and he finishes with the left hand. I know, you're looking at me because you know exactly what I'm going to say. 
Welcome to the game, Pat Cartier. Absolutely. Coming out hot here in the second half, three quick points. And off the side of the backboard, looking like Paul George was that Trent Williams three. There's Cole, can't bounce it to Pat and falls down. We got two chargers behind the play. Comes Jordan, the swing. Wide open three from Tylen, front of the rim, no good. Rebound tapped around, won by Pat. No, it's not. Still live on the floor. And now they're going to call a walk with it. Jordan had it and rolled over the top of Pat Cartier. Technically, you can't do that. I don't think there's anything he could have done about it, though. Looks Pat's like he kind of up. put his head into the ground of that hard gym floor. Um, kind of laughing it off. Uh, make sure Pat didn't lose any more teeth there on that play. Pat looks to be okay. I think checking his lip for, for blood or something like that. He's got the ball now on the left wing. The swing to Cole. Now a long pass to Kyle in the corner for three. No good front of the rim. Rebound Skyen. Morgan Taylor. Ahead to Tylen. Working on Golki. Back to Morgan. Bounce pass. Out of bounds. Couldn't corral it down low. It's going to be Charger basketball. Chargers still leading by 16 points. It's 56 to 40 with 17 minutes remaining in the second half. Cole's got the basketball, joined by his fellow starters, KG, Austin Yarian, Jack Golke, and Pat Cartier. KG's got it top of the key to Golke. Now to Pat, looking to pass, finds Austin. Back to Pat. He wants a right wing three, and he got it. Big three from the All-American, 59-40. Can't ask for anything better than that. Tylen working on the other end, Delano Walker. A jab, now he wants to go back to the basket against Jack. Stops now, gives it to Jordan. He wants to work on Pat and lose the basketball. It's in Cole now's hands, pushes it ahead to Golke. He stops in the right wing and leaves it for Pat. Pat, great pass down low to a cutting Kyle who couldn't finish. Rebound Wesley Jordan, he's gonna bring it himself. Now he gives it to Morgan who drives the lane. Off glass, won't fall in and out, hit every part of the rim. Here's Cole on the other end. Stops, hands off for Pat, drives the lane, through double coverage, puts it up. Won't go, but he's getting a foul call. Most importantly about the Chargers, they're moving the ball well, even though they might not be finishing on some of these shots. They're making these impressive offensive runs, these impressive offensive sets. That's something you like to see and allow me to look ahead uh, to the Ashland game, <laughs> even though I said the basketball team cannot. You're Coach Tharp. <laughs> I'm Coach Tharp. Um, it's very important to just seeing your team moving the ball great offensively, especially when you have a big game coming up. Pat gets that first one to go, and out comes Gary, out comes Cole, in comes Tavon, in comes Ruder. He joins Jack Golke and Kyle Gessler. The Chargers wearing white today. Tiffin in visiting green. Pat, the fifth player out on the court, gets all nylon on that second one. So he makes both. The score now 61-40. That end, probably four, last four minutes or so of that first half, bleeding into now, is just, you know, incredible. The Chargers have gotten very hot. And out comes Pat Cartier for Austin Yearing. Looks like he's going to be checked by that trainer. I think he's got a bloody lip or something, bloody chin perhaps, uh, from that hard fall. Put a little bandage on and get back out there. (laughs) 
from our resident ball player, Reagan Genshieski. Here is Lopez for three. Got it from the top of the key. Big answer, and he holds up that three. They're down by just a little more than that. Jack gives to Joe. He's doubled in the corner, now dribbles out of it. Tiffin's still in that zone, and there's the steal from Lopez. He's all alone and just throws it down. He can have his two points there with some like weak cheers coming from the Dragons bench. I think I think they were expecting a show uh, above the rim there and True. just just a little you know fingernail dunk there. Joe catches at the free throw line, turns, puts it up, hangs and won't fall. Rebound tapped to Joe to Kyle four three yes. And there's that perfect offensive set that you're looking for, and you can hear the crowd going crazy because they know they're watching good basketball. And that good basketball has put the Chargers up by 1964-45. The swing around on the other end, now a drive nearly blocked by Tavon. Good rebound by Yerian ahead to Tavon. He leaves it off for KG on the right wing, doubled. Now a pass to Yerian who pump fakes to K, uh, to Golkey, wide open three in and out. Rebound tapped around. Reuter fighting for it, and he won it. He reached over the top of Munson, grabbed the ball, and then threw it from over him off of his chest. That might be the most athletic play I've seen all game. I was just about to say that is athleticism, uh, <laughs> the dictionary definition, if you will. Incredible play there from Joe Reuter gives the Chargers the basketball after this break. We are going to step away. Here there's 14.35 remaining. Chargers up 64.45. This is Christian Peck Dimon alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Oh look, here's our bus driver, Mikael. Everyone say hi to Mikael. Now I'd like to invite you to grab your seats, buckle up, and enjoy the view of the city, Tel Aviv. Travel through the streets of Israel with Abigail Snyder. So as we're driving out and you're looking around and maybe trying to stay awake, Tel Aviv has only really started to be such a bustling city in the last 100 or so years. Only on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. If you're a recent high school or college graduate and still have a passion for the games you played in school, Still remember the thrill of putting on the uniform? Why don't you help us out and become a registered high school game official? Get out there and give something back to our kids. Visit the MHSA website for more information. There's help wanted. Just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And we are back in Don Tibbetts Pottery Arena on the campus of Hillsdale College. This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7. We've got Christian Peck Dimon alongside Reagan Genshieski. Chargers up by 19. Tell them why you were just laughing, Christian. Well, uh, we had a quick little countdown, but I think it's mostly because Pat Cartier has been implored by Coach Tharp to get back out there. And it looks like I don't even know what they're doing. Um, kind of taking maybe a nail clipper or of some sort to Pat's chin. He's like right below us. Probably can hear us talking. Um, maybe trying to put some like fake skin they sometimes put on us when we have um, cuts. It's happened to me before. And it kind of just stops the bleeding. It, it, it patches it up for a minute and you're, you're good to go and go back out there. And, and that's what Coach Tharp wants because Pat Cartier had six points at the half. 14 points now with 14 minutes remaining in the second period. And a fumbled pass there by Delano Walker gives the Chargers the basketball. Austin Arian claps his hands 
and the Chargers have it. Ruder, Yarian, Golke, Tavon, and Cole now wearing white. Going against Tiffin. They're up by 19, 64, 45. Yarian's got the ball in the left wing. He uses a Ruder screen, now drives baseline, spins to the middle of the court and puts up a floater, hangs on the rim, tapped around by Tavon to Cole, back to Yarian for three, got it! I, I, I have nothing to say. This Charger offense came to play, they came to shoot. It is these offensive rebounds that giving them wide open threes. There's Lopez on the other end, can't get it to go. And guess who Tavon Brown's skying for that rebound. And Tavon Brown, who we said maybe wasn't getting as many minutes because of this rotation, having Peter out, almost really hasn't come out of this game, Christian. I mean, he's got double digits for the first time in a long time. Foul on the floor on the other end. And no, that's actually going to be, I think, a moving screen and an offensive foul. It's going to be Charger basketball. A little frustration there by Tavon Brown kind of hitting the net. I'm not sure if that can uh, earn you a technical if you're careful. Also, we're bringing you some status updates on Pat Cartier wearing a different jersey now. Uh, looks like he might have gotten some blood on that. I've never seen um, this long for a bandaging up of the chin, Christian. I, I think I might have to agree. And they did the same thing to Sydney Mills, I believe, in that first game. She yeah. wore 34 for a lot of the second half uh, with some blood on that jersey uh, because, you know, it's what's uh, what the referees stopped the game and took Pat out for was they saw blood on his jersey. That's like yeah. a like a rule, like an indicator for them. And I think it was the same thing. They say, well, we don't want you to, we got you all bandaged up. We don't want to put you back in just to get right. taken out again. So Pat Cartier, as usual, 15, is now wearing 12. So, and it looks like Kyle Kudla on the event staff is now scrubbing blood off the floor just below the free throw line at the basket uh, furthest away from me. We have, every sports team has something called a blood bag for this reason where you have an extra jersey because for whatever reason, you can't have blood on your jersey. <laughs> well, they, they're trying to keep him safe. And, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chargers currently up after some big plays, 67-45. We talked about all of the Tiffin Dragons that average double figures. Right now, Tavon Brown, double figures. Kyle Gessler, double figures. Jack Golke, double figures. And Pat Cartier rounding out, double figures. Austin Yerian almost there with eight points. It's absolutely unbelievable just how, how well-rounded the Charger offense is. They're looking sharp and, and something you want to see from a team peaking at the end of the season at the right time. Golke catches, gives down to Tavon. One dribble, puts it up, and they're going to call a travel on him. It didn't come from the referee that was about three feet from Tavon. In fact, it came from the one just inside of half court. Um, an interesting call there gives the uh, the Dragons the basketball. Out comes Gary and out comes Golke. In go Applegate in the number 12 wearing Pat Cartier. Definitely weird seeing him in a, a different number and also a, just a weird bandage on the chin. It, it looks a little unnatural. <laughs> Here comes Cole. Off-ball screen now, he gives it to Cartier. Looking for somewhere to go with it on the right wing. He finds Joe now, sets a screen for him. Joe dribbles to the free throw line now, back out to the top of the key. Tavon goes down low, finds Pat. 
Up and under, he got it. I mean, you check in, you score. That's the Pat Cartier life right there. He's up to 16 points. That is a video game. And also, I just want to give a shout-out to Cole now. I think he does a great job at commanding the floor and also doesn't get enough credit for just how he passes the ball and creates for his teammates. Absolutely. And he's not someone, you know, you think about that really lights up the scoreboard. You say, oh, Pat scores all these points, All-American, and Joe's shooting threes, and Jack's shooting threes. Tavon Austin grab a bunch of rebounds. But, you know, it's it's Cole that really picks up, you know, all those non-statistical efforts. Yes, without a doubt. And, and that's important that each player is doing, especially your point guard. Pat found Joe for a driving two there. Score now up to 71-45 to 45 as the Chargers blow this thing wide open. Tylen working on Tavon, drives, long pass out, caught by Morgan, stops the free throw line, pulls up, hangs in the rim and falls. 47 now, 71. Can't really defend that there. I mean, that was a great offensive set by the Dragons. Joe with the ball on the left wing now, finds Tavon. Looking for somewhere to go with it on the left wing now to Cole. Cole to Joe. Back to Cole to Tavon, back to Cole. Now a long pass for Applegate down low. Cartier's doubled. He finds Joe, top of the key, wide open, no good. Who's there for the rebound? But Tavon Brown leaves it for Pat, and he slams it home. And he just hangs there and looks down at the pitiful Dragons. He's back in the game, and that's exactly why Coach Tharp wanted him back in. I mean, you can't do a whole lot more than he has done here in this second half. Cole leaves it for Joe, now to Tavon. Tavon back to Cole on the right wing. Down low they go to Joe Reuter. Back to the basket, couple dribbles, fades away. Off glass and good. Joe Reuter going to work. 75-47 now the score, just under 11 minutes to go. And a rebound tapped out to Cole now. He's going to slow it down now, doesn't have the numbers. Now to Reuter. Reuter stops at the free throw line. Leaves it for Applegate. Applegate's on this close baseline. Gives to Tavon now. To Cole. Cole a jab. Back to Tavon. Tavon doesn't want that three. A dribble. Now to Pat, who is going to take the three. And get it! The second of the game, Pat Cartier. Do work! Very rarely, I think, do I show emotion, maybe, with my body language when I'm up here in the booth. But I almost just fell to my knees there. It's just unbelievable how he just turned it on like that. He's 8 of 10 from the field. <laughs> and he just grabbed a rebound. We're in disbelief. Cole to Applegate, now to Reuter. On the left wing to Applegate, back to Cole. Cole fires a pass down low, but it's knocked away. Nearly got to Joe. But Trent Williams got there first, knocked out of bounds. Great throw there by Cole. He could be on the basketball team. It's 78 to 47. Chargers, you guessed it, are in the lead with nine minutes and 35 seconds remaining in this second half. And we are going to step away here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genschieski. The Virtual Voyage. Oh, look, here's our bus driver, Mikael. Everyone say hi to Mikael. Now I'd like to invite you to grab your seats, buckle up, and enjoy the view of the city, Tel Aviv. Travel through the streets of Israel with Abigail Snyder. So as we're driving out and you're looking around and maybe trying to stay awake, 
Tel Aviv has only really started to be such a bustling city in the last 100 or so years. Only on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. The benefits of playing multiple sports from the youth level through high school are being proven even by those who've made it to the so-called next level. More college coaches want multi-sport athletes, and nearly 90% of the players taken in the recent pro football draft played multiple sports through high school. To learn more about multi-sport participation, visit the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And we are back in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena on the campus of Hillsdale College. And we've got Charger men's basketball for you. Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genshieski. Applegate's got it on the left wing. He goes down low to Tavon. Tavon a jab, now a fadeaway. Got it! Old nylon goes Tavon Brown. I've never seen him make that shot before in my life. What are we watching? It's like a, a, a different basketball team out there. What did they eat before this game? I, I want some of it, I got to say. The way, lucky the way charms. My, the way my shot's been going recently, lucky I, I need charms. some of that. It, it has to be lucky charms. Mm-hmm. Just the marshmallows, though. That's the best part. Uh, floater falls short for the Dragons, and here comes Cole. Chargers already up 80 to 47. I think they're just trying to double them up now, maybe hang triple digits. Applegate pass down low, finds Tavon. A beautiful backdoor cut, and he finishes for two. Take a bow, Tavon Brown. Have yourself a day. Delano Walker swings it around on the other end. There's Foreman in the corner working on Tavon. My color commentary has turned into just me saying great work to every player. They, They are doing great. There's the drive, no good. A block by Joe Reuter, but they're calling it a foul with that other arm. Referee says he gave him a little, little forearm shiv. No, we're just trying to make it a fair game here, uh, Christian. It's 82-47. to 47. Chargers still in the lead with 8 minutes and 22 seconds remaining. I'm watching again on the big screen. Can't say I quite agree with that call, um, but that's why they put us up here. <laughs> you know, I I wouldn't I'd appreciate wearing the stripes down there. Just give all the calls to Pat. Mm. Fair enough. That's why I do. Chargers then currently shooting fifty-seven <laughs> percent from three, and we talked about trying to hold Tiffin from shooting. They're still shooting forty percent from three. We're just you know the offense has been so overwhelming for the Chargers. You got to be so upset as a Dragons uh, on the Dragons to be able to shoot. That well, 47%, you said, and still be being blown out. Applegate fades away, can't get it off the front of the rim. Here comes Munson, leaves it off for Hickman, drives. There's a three from Lopez in the corner. He got it. And again, that's something you can't defend. All these shots that the Dragons are taking are quite frankly earned. Applegate, left wing, stops, finds Tavon. Now to Cole. Down low, they go to Applegate. Back to the basket, wants to work. One dribble, up and under with the left hand. No good. Fighting for his own rebound, but he won't get it. Here comes Hickman working on Joe. Stops a Hezzy to the basket. Blocked out of bounds by Joe, but guess what? A foul call. Wow, I never would have guessed. <laughs> this time, it's staying on the floor. And it's going to stay with the Dragons as we step away. We've got 7.31 remaining here in this game. Chargers blowing it wide open now, 
This is Christian Peck Dimon alongside Reagan Genshieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Every Saturday morning here on Radio Free Hillsdale and every Sunday night, Hometown Heroes brings you an up-close view of history with people who lived it. No matter how big or how small your hometown might be, there are heroes around you. And if we take the time to listen, our veterans have pretty incredible stories to share. Powerful reminders of the price that's been paid for our freedom. I'm Paul Leffler, hoping you'll join me for Hometown Heroes. Saturday at 9 a.m. or Sunday at 9 p.m. right here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Have you listened to State Facts yet? It's the show where you learn about all 50 states from residents who currently live there. Think you know the right answer and know your geography and trivia from all across the country? Well, test your knowledge with Jane O'Connor on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. and rebounds long three on the other end from Thailand. Rebound tapped around to Austin ahead to KG. KG stops. Little handoff for Jack. Now a long three from Yeri and hits the front of the rim. Goes, we're up by this many. I weigh as well Might add as to the well. highlight reel. And he did, I don't think he's wrong in taking that shot. He's had some three-point shots today, and he didn't miss by much. It just barely went in, or barely missed. Taylor takes a tough shot over the outstretched arms of Yerian, and Pat is going to tap the rebound just out of bounds. It's going to be Tiffin basketball when we come back. Stoppage on the floor, and we're going to step away. We've got 340 remaining, 13 on the shot clock for the Dragons. 90 to 54. Your Chargers are up here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Hear from CEOs across the country about what it takes to be successful. I used to actually keep an apartment in London and one in Hong Kong, so I do one week in Europe, one week in the Americas, one week in the back rim. I was involved in developing the first electronic delivery system, which was well before the, the internet. Executive leaders on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. If you're a recent high school or college graduate and still have a passion for the games you played in school, still remember the thrill of putting on the uniform? Why don't you help us out and become a registered high school game official? Get out there and give something back to our kids. Visit the MHSA website for more information. There's help wanted, just whistle. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. And we are back in Don Tibbetts Potter Arena on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Reagan Genshieski, 13 on the play clock. Tiffin's got to work. They're down 54 to 90. Munson working on Yarian, drives now a long kick up to a Walker three, and he got it from the corner. Great ball movement by the Dragons, which we've seen all night. It's not like they're making these um, crazy bad mistakes that are costing them the game. They're still performing well on the offensive side of the ball. And in comes Jacob Nagobi, the moment I have been waiting for mm-hmm. all game long. Out comes Kyle Gessler. He joins. 
I love Gobi, but he beat me out for an award at the ESPYs last year. So I sometimes I get a little frustrated, I'm not going to lie, but I am still a big fan of his. Of course, and there he is, picking the pocket of Hickman. Stops in the baseline on the other end, drops it off to Eric, now to Yarian, who pump fakes, spins in the lane, stops looking for somewhere to go with it, lost it out of bounds, they're going to stay, it stays with the Chargers. Great defensive creation there by Gobi. Um, again, cre- creating a spark off the bench. There he's going to take the ball out of bounds uh, underneath the basket for the Chargers. Eric Radesevich is also in the game. We're in number 34, along with Austin Arian, Jacob Nagobi. And there, in comes Sam Visiu for the first time this game. Joins Chucky. Baseline out of bounds for Nagobi. He finds Sam. He leaves it for Eric. Now to Yarian still out there. Perhaps a little out of place. Sam stops. Out to Eric. Down low they go to Yarian. Back to Eric. He wants a left wing three. No good. Rebound tapped around by Chucky. They're going to say an offensive foul. Tapping it out. And there he is. In comes Peter Kaltoff for Austin Yarian. Now he's been out for several weeks um, with a hand injury. What exactly did he do, Christian? Do you know? He broke his hand, Oof. actually, over over uh, Christmas break there. And they some were saying out for the season. Wow. He, I know he got two, two different doctors looking at it. One said back in a month he'll be fine. One said out for the season. So I guess they, they kind of split the difference. I would go with the... Uh, I would definitely not want to listen to the doctor that said you're going to be out for the season. I can't, I can't, I, I'd have to agree with him there. Foreman answers with a three, 90 to 60, 212 remaining here in this game. Chargers putting on a clinic. And there is a touch for Peter Kaltoff. That one's got to feel good. Eric loses it out of bounds. They're going to stay with the Chargers. No talking from that bench because I think they know that was out on Eric. Without a doubt, here's math I can do. Chargers up by 30. It's 90 to 60 with two minutes remaining in the second half. Chargers still taking the ball out uh, underneath the basket. They get it to Chuck. Now to Eric on that left wing. Couple dribbles. Now to Pete. Peter to Nagobi, who stops. Almost took that step back. Now to Eric. Wanted to give and go to Nagobi. Eric, uh, Nagobi didn't want it, though. Went out of bounds. Kind of shakes his finger there at Eric. Like, no, 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 no. That is not the play there. Nagobi coming back for a fifth year next year, along with Peter as well. So that leaves the only graduating seniors. Fifth years, Austin Yarian and Tavon Brown. As Lopez gets an agree on the other end, Yarian and Brown have, you know, had just incredible careers here for the Chargers, and this has to feel, you know, some type of way here, you know, with their last game coming to a close. I think it feels some type of way for maybe everybody. You're losing two prominent members of your team, uh, prominent not just in size but in talent. Absolutely heart as well and they kind of led this team along with Pat Cartier to those back-to-back conference titles and they're in contention here for a third. Nagobi down low to Eric. Long pass to Sam. He wants a three from the corner. No. Rebound tapped around by Peter but it's won by Foreman and the Dragons. Foreman to Walker. Back to Foreman. He wants a long three. No good back of the rim. Chucky Sky in for that rebound. I'll tell you what, Chuck's had some good minutes here playing some backup too. And that's 
rare, something you want to see from a guy off the bench that also keeps their morale high when you're practicing um, maybe third string on the team, third, fourth on the list. Um, it helps to get those good minutes and, and come in and be productive. Absolutely. And Chuck actually with four points here, three rebounds and an assist. Those are some pretty good stats. Absolutely. Glad to have the stats now here in the second half. Without a doubt. Nagobi stopping at the free throw line. Now to Peter. He wants to drive baseline. Tries to go up and under. No good off glass. Chargers stay at 90 to 63. Long pass goes out of bounds. 30.5 remaining here in this game. Chargers security kind of catching the Dragons players before they head into the bleachers. They were picking up speed and didn't look like they were going to slow down. They're trying to convert something to not be as blown out. Nagobi. Just about a half-second difference. Shot clock, game clock down below 20 now. I wonder if Coach Tharp's going to have him run a play here. Looks like he makes a little hand motion to Gobi, possibly about getting one last shot up. Seven on the clock. I think he's just going to dribble it out. Three left. No. He wants to pull up three. No oh. good. An anticlimactic end <laughs> to a very climactic game. 90-63, to 63, the Chargers pull away with a key win in uh, their conference journey. Absolutely, and it was, you know, not always for sure. This was in question for the first half of that first half, went back and forth, and then the Chargers just got so hot that even the hot-shooting Dragons couldn't keep up. Shot nearly 40%, 43% from three, but couldn't keep up with the Chargers who shot 50 and everybody from that Charger offense, something we talked about, got involved. Tavon Brown uh, coming out of nowhere, getting nine rebounds in 14 points. Uh, KG, 15 points. Golke, 12 points of his own. And Pat Cartier, uh, bloody and all, with 25 points. The All-American with half a chin, 25, three, and four, and just two personal fouls. And it is triple zeros here in Don Tibbetts as the team spends just an extra moment standing at the center of that age, clapping it up for all the fans who came out to this game. Some of their careers here at home are over. And you can certainly, um, I think, guarantee that Austin Urian and Tavon Brown are going to take their time leaving the stadium tonight, kind of soak up every last minute. I mean, the four years of memories that's just something you can't even comprehend um, as an athlete is is you have so much to thank to this place, to this gym, uh, a place where you practice and a place where you perform. It's crazy just having to comprehend and, and say goodbye to all that. Absolutely. And what a way to finish as well, combining for 22 points. That is going to do it here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. This is Christian Peck-Dimmitt and Reagan Genschieski signing off. For the last time. I guess I'll I'll sign us off. Thank you guys for the last two years um, doing this play-by-play. Thank you, Scott, for kind of pushing me in. I know that the reason I got into this is because my co-host, who was supposed to do play-by-play with me, failed, and I tried to get out of it. And Scott said, nope, Reagan, you're going to do it by yourself, and you're going to figure it out. And uh, here I am. I stuck with it. I fell in love with it. And thank you to everybody who taught me, supported me, and been there with me. I really appreciate it. Coach Tharp, thank you very much. 
Uh, so signing off for the last time, Christian Peck Dimmitt and Reagan Genschieski on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. You've been listening to Hillsdale Charger Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.